listening to Hope Alive, your number one online Christian radio station. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. It is uh, 44 minutes past six. We're into the second half of uh, our interview, and we're talking to Papa Alo. We're talking about business and entrepreneurship. We just played you in Dogozambambo Magabongwe from the Lavish album. I hope you enjoy that, ladies and gentlemen, and you're ready for the next conversation. I tell you what, we are going for it all tonight. We, we want to, to leave here being empowered, having been imparted with knowledge, and most importantly, knowing that you can live a full and balanced life as a child of God. So in the next segment, we're talking about entrepreneurship and business. So if you, this is your interest, this is something you want to grow into, stay tuned to the Feminine Touch, and let's engage together. I would love to give you the social media handles that you can use to take part in the conversation. We are on Facebook on Hope Alive Radio Station. We're on Twitter on Hope Alive underscore radio. And, of course, we are on WhatsApp. You can send us a question, a text message, or a voice note on 067-153-1089. So I hope you're ready for our guest and um, you're ready for us to do the interview together, ladies and gentlemen. Don't be shy. We're going live on Facebook. We have a beautiful lady in studio who's ready to share. I said to her off air, she's working. She's a working woman and uh, really just being an example for us as young people that you can work for the kingdom and do godly business. Good evening, Pabala. How are you doing? Good evening, Mpumi. I'm so good. You look so good. Oh, you really, you. really do look so good. Thank you so much. It's good to have you on the Feminine Touch. Thank you for answering your DMs. Hey, it, they say it goes down in the DMs, right? It goes down in the DMs. But, really but we're working DMs. in the DMs, guys. We are working, right? That's it. Thank you. Thank you. Yes to work. So let's talk about business. You are really, really doing exceptional stuff. I've been watching your social media. I don't say stalking. I say engaging <laughs> privately on your social media. And I love what you are using social media for in the entrepreneurship space. Yeah. Where did your love for business emerge from? So I've been in business for a really long time. So I actually started my first business at the age of 19. 19? Yes, when I was in varsity. Sure. Before that, I was in high school. I was one of those kids who was selling cupcakes yes. and fudge. And that's how I made my pocket money. Sure. So my mom actually didn't need to worry about mm. giving me pocket money because I was running my own business in mm. school. Mm. Um, but when I got to university and I was studying mm. and I just had this passion and this drive about, about events and marketing. So mm. I teamed up with uh, a couple of friends of mine. Mm. We made this official. So we actually registered a business. Sure. And what we started doing, we started organizing events for university students. From there, we had a lot of, uh, let's say, uh, marketers or event organizers who were looking to, to actually get into that space. So I was in Cape Town at the time. So most mm. of them would be out of the city. And whenever they were having events, they would actually speak to us and ask us, can you guys do marketing for our concert? Can you sure. do this for us? And really, that's where my entrepreneurship journey Mm. actually started mm. so mm. from there i graduated so i actually i studied a bsoc sci majoring in law and sociology mm. at the university of cape town mm. and funny enough i did not actually go and pursue anything related to that so immediately after graduating i mm. worked for a youth marketing agency that had a very entrepreneurial mm. environment as well so that's where i learned a lot of things about the corporate space and how to actually structure and manage mm. my business mm. And I worked there for about two years. Mm. And then there was just this fire. You know, there was this fire inside yeah. of me. And I remember having this conversation with my mom saying, Mom, 
I am ready to quit my job. Sure. And she said, you just bought a car. <laughs> like, how are you going to be able to sustain yourself? I said, mom, don't worry. Like, for me, I actually explained to her, and I think then she didn't get it. I said, this is a calling. Mm. This is a calling inside mm. of me, and I just feel this burning desire that I have to start this. Mm. So mm. I had already actually um, set up another business while mm. I was working. Mm. So I was ready to quit my job and go into this with, with, with my business partner mm. um, at the time. And then I started the journey of going into business full-time. Okay. I have not turned back. I worked once. Um, and for those two years. For those two years, and I've mm. been working for myself since then. Mm. Yeah, no, it was a calling for you. And I, I love how you've stuck with it and you've been so consistent with it. Now, what would you say, if somebody says you're an entrepreneur, what does that actually mean? Because many times we love the title, but yeah. what goes behind the title we love the title and i feel like you know in the age that we're in right now social media really glamorizes what entrepreneurship is and mm. what it means for me entrepreneurship you know when you look at the definition of what an entrepreneur is it's mm. someone who is building uh, something you are literally building something from scratch sure. it's an idea you're innovating something you're mm. being creative and you're building a vision mm. to and 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 this vision yes you are looking to actually make money from it, but it's actually bigger than that. Mm. Uh, you're doing this because you're pouring out your heart, you're pouring out your soul into it, and you're doing it also because you want to create an impact. Mm. Um, it, it, and the impact is bigger than you. It's, it's creating an impact in your community, an impact in society, an impact mm. in your country. Let other people actually look unto you and say, wow, I love what this person is doing and they're inspiring me. So that for me, it, 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 it means that and it means I, I have a vision and I am building my vision. You know, mm. when you are employed, you are helping or assisting someone to mm. build a vision or an idea that they have. So mm. when I'm an entrepreneur, I've got an idea. Mm. I've got a vision that I'm creating and each and every day I'm actually building that vision and getting closer and closer to mm. it. Mm. So that's mm. what entrepreneurship means for me. It's not mm. easy because mm. it's got mountaintops. Yeah. It's got valleys. I've yeah. been through it all. I've mm. opened businesses. I've had offices in the middle of Santon. Mm. I've had to close them down because business was not going great. And this is part of the entrepreneurship journey. But sure. you have to be resilient. Mm. Mm. Um, mm. And that's what entrepreneurship means for me. Fantastic. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking to Baba Longwe about um, entrepreneurship and business. So if you have any lessons that you would like to share or comments or questions, do engage with us on Hope Alive Radio Station. We are also live on Facebook. And um, you can also find us on Twitter and Hope Alive underscore radio. If you're on WhatsApp, the number to use to send us a voice note or a message is 67 1089 Now, you spoke about you know opening offices all over. How many business ventures are you busy with currently? Because you seem busy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I think, okay, there are a couple of things that I'm, that I'm doing. So currently I am consulting. So I'm mm. consulting for an NGO that has presence in, um, you know, it's got international presence, so there's wow. offices here. Mm. Um, I'm helping on that side. I'm helping on the risk and the compliance side of things. And mm. funny enough, this is where I actually get to l use my law major, which mm. is 
somehow it's how God has just brought me back to say, mm. I, 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 you started doing something. Mm. Make use of it here mm. and and let there be impact. Um, secondly, I'm also consulting for another company, which is a consulting and publishing um, um, agency, and I'm, I'm 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 assisting them with marketing. Mm-hmm. And then just um, you know, in terms of my own brands, I I've got a clothing brand. Mm. Um, that you know that I started up a couple of years ago, and this year I've recently gotten into the property space. So, mm. a property practitioner, um, I'm currently busy with all of my training. So, let's say in terms of the areas, that's that's about four. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I also counted that's four. four. That's four different four different areas that I'm currently busy with right now. Mm. Yeah, wor- y- working is, is what you're doing. Now, what are the benefits of going into business for somebody who says, okay? I heard you, you worked, and then you went into it. What would you say, this is why I believe business is a a right venture? I would say business is a right venture, speaking to the first point. Mm. And this is saying you have a vision, Mm. and you're able to live in your vision every day and Mm. make it a reality. So you're building something. Mm. Um, And like I'm saying to you, it's... It's not just about you. It's mm. about the impact that you're creating mm. in your society, in your community. Um, when you're an entrepreneur, you also own your own time. Mm. It's mm. hard work, yes, and we work longer hours than people who maybe have an eight to five. Mm. But mm. you own your own time. And by owning your own time, um, you're also determining how much to earn mm. Mm. as well. Mm. Um, so that's what I would say some of the benefits are um, that you're building a vision that is proudly yours, you're working mm. towards it, you can see where you're going, uh, you own your time, and you also get to manage and, and decide mm. how much money you want to make. Mm, mm, mm. And many times people focus on the money, but don't realize there's still work that you need to do just because you're doing it at, at being self-managed. You still have to do some work as yes. well. Now, let's talk about, you know, the realities of going into business that people don't really speak about. Mm. And you spoke about opening and closing off businesses. If you could share some learnings, maybe some lowlights as well. And, of course, uh, highlights that you've experienced in your journey. So, like I was saying earlier on, I I feel like, you know, being in in the era that we're in right now, we Mm. really glamorize being an entrepreneur, like mm. it's so easy. You just mm. wake up mm. and like mm. things do You're themselves. in Dubai today. You're in Dubai today. Mm. It's like you're going to start and then by tomorrow you're going to be rich mm. or financially free. No, it's not that. Entrepreneurship mm. is actually not easy. I'll be honest with you and say it's difficult. Mm. But what's, what continues uh, to drive you is when you've got that passion mm. where it's not just about making the check. Because if, if it's just about making money, trust me, you'll end up doing just anything. And mm-hmm. then it means you're actually not rooted. Mm. You know, um, I was actually uh, uh, sharing this the other day and I said, um, when your why of what you're doing mm. is strong enough, mm. it means that you can't be swayed by anything. Mm. So mm. if it is just to make money, um, trust me, even when the money is not there, you're going to decide to quit. Mm. So the, we have sleepless nights. We have late nights. Mm. You are making a lot of sacrifices because, you know, you, you spend half the time working. So even if you're in a relationship or you're married, you spend very little time with your family. Mm. Um, 
even your friends, there's no time for you to be saying, ah, any day you can just be doing mm. lunch. Mm. A lot of the time we see this where people say, I own my time. Uh, mm. I, I'm working from... Mm. No, 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 no. Mm. That, that's, that's what I'm saying about mm. glamorizing entrepreneurship. But there are late hours. You have to push in late hours because when you look at it, successful people are working more than 12 hours a day. Mm. When mm. you're doing the eight to five, you're actually just working to survive. Sure. But the moment you start working beyond eight and above, you are now working towards becoming a successful person. So mm. those are some of the things that I can say. Um, the hours are quite hectic. There's a lot of sacrifices. I mean, there were times where I can say I had to make a, a, a decision with my business partner because business was not going so well. And mm. you mm. have to sacrifice mm. even paying yourself a salary. Remember, sure. you hired people yeah. to work for you. Yeah. Um, they, their salary or their payment comes first. Before yours. Before yours. Mm. Those are the realities that we're not seeing on social media. But I thank you for your authenticity that business is hard work, right? It's hard work. What are some of the highlights that you've experienced uh, in your career as a businesswoman? You know, I'd, I'd say I have I've literally, especially my, my last uh, business, the one that I was telling you about, the one mm. that I started where um, I started this with my business partner a couple of years ago. Um, and that's where we were in the financial services sector. We had a trading, um, a training academy. Uh, we were, were teaching people how to trade in different um, um, instruments. And that, for me, was was one of the things that actually put us and put me on the map and, and mm. exposed me to a lot of other industries. Mm, mm. Um, one of the highlights is also just that, you know, satisfaction that you get when you hear someone saying, oh, my gosh, you know, you inspire me so much. I mm. love the work that you're doing. You've changed my life. You've given and imparted me with information or things that I actually don't even know about. Mm. So for me, that's very fulfilling because, I, like I said, one of the things why I do this is to what? Is to change lives. It's yeah. to educate people. Yeah. Yeah. So it's having the opportunity to have met some really amazing people as well who are equally doing amazing work. And just the exposure, um, I would say, has been one of the greatest highlights. Fantastic. You've never looked back from going into business. I can never look back. Sure, sure. It's I'm, working. I'm walking in my calling. Mm, yes, mm. this is a calling. I'm walking in my calling. Yeah. Um, and this is why I can't be shaken by anything. Even mm. after COVID, a lot of businesses were affected. Mm. But it's now... How do you innovate or come up with new ideas mm -hmm. that are going to keep you mm. sustainable and mm. keep you running? Fantastic. Yeah. I also see on social media that you've been speaking at a lot of business seminars as well. So, I mean, you speak about putting you on the map. But for me, that's people recognize that you're not just somebody who's posting about it, but you really are a thought leader in the business space. What did it feel like when you get those calls and they're saying, please be a guest speaker? It feels really good because it means people recognize mm. the work that I've been doing. Sure. And people can see that I am adding value and I am, um, you know, I'm changing lives. Mm. So it, it's, it's like I keep saying, that's the one thing of why I'm doing what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Yes, mm. I want to make money. Yes, mm. I want to be financially free. Yes, mm. I want to get to a point where I can say, you know, I've got millions and millions and millions in my bank account but it's not just about that mm. it's about the impact mm. that i'm making and the lives that i'm changing so 
um, it, it's great to be approached uh, to speak on those kind of platforms because I don't just get to speak to other people, inspire them and motivate them, but I also get to learn because there are other speakers as, uh, uh, um, as well who are at those events that I get to learn from and they're also doing some amazing work in their industries. So that's, yeah, that's been great. Fantastic. Now, people, when they talk about business, probably they always say, you know, we don't get funding, things are tough. How would you direct them and how would you advise them in terms of funding? Okay, so I want to chat. I want to chat about there's two forms. Okay, there's the traditional ways of funding, mm. where you're gonna need a lot. So mm. it's it's going through the banking routes. Um, mm. It's going through the institutional banking um, um, houses, if I can put it that way. Mm. Um, and then there's another way that you can that people should actually start with, and it obviously depends on the business that you have created and your idea. A lot of the time, we, I think, number one, we don't actually trust our ideas. Mm. And so we are even afraid to speak to people within our networks. Mm. So what I want to say to people is, as much as they are the traditional forms of, of, of um, you know, um, uh, institutions that you can approach mm. for funding, but it's good that you also start within your networks. Um, it's important that you believe in your service or you believe in your product. Mm. And it's very important that you also make sure you get a business plan in place. If mm. you can't write a business plan, get an expert that can help you. And then go into your networks. Go into your networks, speak to a couple of people, start going to networking events and meet people there. And you can then look for investors in those kind of platforms. A lot of the time, and I'll say I also feared this when I was starting out to say, mm, I'm going to pitch my idea to someone and then they'll ask for mm -hmm. equity um, mm. in my business and maybe they might be asking me for 40% or 50%. Mm, don't a lot. Be, it's a lot. It's mm. a lot, but don't be afraid to go and pitch the idea and actually then negotiate. Mm. You know, so what I want to say to you is, yes, there's the banks. We've got the NYDA from a, a government point of view that mm. as youth, you can actually go out and, 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 and approach. But start reaching out into your networks because there is a friend who knows someone who actually is an established uh, mm. a businessman or businesswoman or mm. entrepreneur. And they are doing well and they actually are interested in, in, in funding a startup. Mm. So you, you should actually look to those places and don't be afraid to start there. Sure, yeah. sure. Love that. And I love how you spoke about NYDA because this government has also created platforms. Have you used NYDA? I have not used NYDA. Okay. So I, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you, and this is what I can say. Um, all of my businesses, mm. I funded them myself. Sure. Wow. All of them. Mm. I funded all of my businesses myself. I have never received. And looking back, this is one thing that I can say. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Use someone else's money. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we want to speak the truth. <laughs> no, I'm speaking the truth. Please. Don't do it. Don't do it the way I did it and the way a lot of other people do it. Use someone else's money. So <laughs> if it means you need to go to a bank, if you need to go to an NYDA, apply mm. for, 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 for funding, do it. Don't be afraid. You know, go through all the steps, do mm. the business plan, mm. do all of the necessary things, market research to find out whether, you know, your product is going to work or not. And then go out there and, and approach. Fantastic. NYDA, we're talking about National Youth Development Agency. Uh, I, I love this authenticity. So let's talk about, you know, side hustles have become the new currency. Uh, you always hear people talking about it, even corporate professionals saying, my salary is not enough. Mm. What advice would you give to somebody who says, I want to start a side hustle? Firstly, this is what I would want to say, right? Mm. 
change your mindset, right? Mm. A side hustle, treat it like it's your main hustle. Mm. Okay, mm. so a lot of the time, especially as black people, mm. we don't formalize our businesses. Ish. Okay, so even young people, even if you're a social media influencer and you see that there's, a, there's, there's money that can be made in this industry mm. and you want to use that as a way of, you know, creating a regular monthly income for yourself, formalize it, make a rate card if you need to. And, and, and any uh, uh, brands that approach you and they want to market their product on your social media, you've got a rate card that says, for me to be doing this, it's going to cost this. So mm. what I would say is change your mindset around, yes, side hustle in the, in the form, but don't treat it like a side hustle. Treat it like a main hustle. So get a business plan in place. Mm. Um, if you can't write one, like I said, get an expert that can help you to write one. Or go mm. on the internet, guys. The mm. internet has so much information and can help you. And then make sure that you put systems, you put processes in, 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 in place to actually make sure this thing runs properly. Mm, mm, so, mm. Um, and then, you know, look, do the necessary research that needs to be, to be done. Even if you think your side hustle is small, that side hustle, the idea is for it to actually grow and mm. be able to bring you or make you a regular monthly income. So mm, I think that's mm. the first thing that change your mindset around the fact that it's a side hustle. Treat it like a main hustle. Yes, you've got your job that you're working on right now, but treat this as your main hustle. Mm. So those principles you apply to work, apply them to your side apply hustle. Those to your Be side on hustle. time, respond, you exactly. know, share information on time with your the people that are your consumers so that they also see your professionalism so they can come forward and support you accordingly. Yeah. And we often hear people saying, you know, my side hustle consumed my main hustle and now the side hustle has become the main hustle but it's through creating a product that is worthwhile that's relevant and then also the how part how you get the business done that's what's going to get people to keep coming to you that's it and and being professional mm. yeah what has been the most unprofessional uh, traits or behaviors that you've seen from business people? <laughs> this I've seen on social media that, yeah, we want to support, but age, the way we are treated. What are the things that you want to say, business people, please stop doing this? You know, I, there's a friend of mine who's, who's in Canada and, and um, she was planning a conference earlier on in the year and she said to me, I had, I had a few people that I wanted to invite, some international speakers and then I also had speakers from South Africa and she says to me, friend, it's so sad. I DM'd these people, they don't respond to the DMs. I emailed them, they don't respond to emails. So one of the biggest things that I can say is poor communication. Mm, that's true. Very, very poor communication, not responding. I mean, this is how you're going to be getting clients, not mm. responding to emails, not responding to calls. That's mm. just a don't, don't mm. do. So ultimately, I think professionalism also speaks to that. Mm. You mm. know, be mm. professional. Manage yourself because you're a brand. Mm. Manage mm. yourself like you would manage your business, like you would yes. manage anything that you, you, mm. you, you take seriously. Fantastic. Mm. Love it. Where can we follow you on social media to get more information about business opportunities? I know you speak at quite a few engagements as well. Okay, so um, you can find me on Facebook, mm -hmm. Babalo Nkwe. Mm -hmm. um, you can also find me on Instagram, mm -hmm. Miss Pabi, Miss M-I-S-S-P-A-B-I. Mm -hmm. And then if you happen to, you know, be in Bumalanga or you happen to be in Pretoria, so we're going to be having a conference actually this mm. coming weekend. If you want to come and learn about business and wow. learn about property and how to start a property mm. uh, portfolio, 
come through, come and listen, come and educate yourself about mm. the industry. Mm. Um, and then also next month, come through to Pretoria. You can come mm. and engage with me, engage with some of the speakers that are going to be there. Mm. Um, and yeah. I like pro- I like that you talk about property. Um, people are always looking for s- uh, sustainable business ventures, and I think you can't go wrong with property. So it's also good to see how you're, I want to say brand, but you've diversified as well into different aspects, and which is good. And I love, I wanted to say this earlier, that you're still studying because many times people think, now that I'm in business, I don't need to study. Exactly. You do need to keep yourself equipped. You have to keep studying. Mm. You have mm. to mm. continuously do research, mm. listen to audio books, mm. read. Mm. Um, you can even go as far as going the formal route. Mm. Um, and actually take up a course mm. in the industry that mm. you, you, you're interested in. Um, mm. So studying never, ever, ever stops. Fantastic. Ladies and gentlemen, Papa Longoe has shared her wisdom with us on business and entrepreneurship. Uh, Miss Papi on Instagram, Papa Longoe on Facebook. Follow her. There's a seminar this weekend and next weekend, right? This weekend and next month. And next month. So is it every month that you have a seminar? It's every month that we have a seminar. We are basically going across the country. Wow. Just educating people on how to grow in the property space. Exactly. Knowledge is power. Uh, Don't say that we didn't share information. A young person is saying you can work hard in business and see your business flourish. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. This is this is incredible. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. To many more, to many more interviews like these, sharing knowledge and just really empowering one another. And of course, sending the key message that you must still work hard. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, now we're going to go to Kayam Teta featuring the Jesus Collective. When we come back, we talk to Pastor Sifiso Twala about how to build a godly marriage. You are listening to Hope Alive. Streaming live from Hope Restoration Ministries, Kempton Park, South Africa.